Hello, 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 hello. What's going on, everybody? This is Sydney Smith, the host of this incredible podcast, The Real Queen Sid, and this is episode 269 of The Real Queen Sid Show, and I'm excited because this is actually going to be an Instagram workshop. I did this for our team, and I invited a couple other teams to join, and it ended up being a really big hit. So these are my biggest tips on how to uh, make your Instagram the most cohesive for building and also for growing your Instagram and getting more followers and all of that good stuff so that you can make more money on Instagram. I'm really excited because this is kind of my bread and butter of business. Uh, This is my favorite part about business and uh, I love sharing how to grow on Instagram. So with that being said, without any further ado, let's get into this episode. If you get any value from it, make sure you screenshot it, share it into your Instagram story and tag me at the real queen Sid underscore. You want to tag the yellow Sydney, not the, not the purple Sydney. So I love you guys. I appreciate you. And let's get into this episode. If I was starting over from day one, what exactly would I do if I was going to start my profile over? And I think these are some things that like are important and we don't even talk about them, right? Because I like to think about Instagram as my business card. I like to think about Instagram, uh, social media in general, right? Like I don't have, I don't carry around business cards. If somebody, if I meet somebody out, out in the wild, which I don't do very often because I'm very introverted, but if I meet somebody out in the wild, like I ain't going to be like, here's my business card. I'm going to be like, hi, here's my Instagram. You should follow, we should connect, right? So this is my new Instagram. I told you guys I started this over like a month ago or something. And so I'll show you on the new Instagram, the things that I think are super, super important. Now, First things first is when you are starting with Instagram, the first thing you're going to be picking is your username. This might seem really obvious to some of you, and some of you are going to be like, oh my God, I never thought about this. So we're going to go over literally the basics. First things first is the username. The username should be easy to read and easy to remember. If you can get away with no symbols and no numbers at the end, do that. Okay. That's super, super beneficial. It's going to help you right now. As you guys can see, the username on this is the real quiz queen said underscore. That's because me, myself, and I took the real queen said, because I'm rude to myself. Uh, so I am going to eventually change this username to the real queen said, but like I'm having, okay. So you have to like take it off of the old Instagram for a while and then like leave it off of the old Instagram and like hope somebody doesn't steal it before I get to take it. So I'm having a little bit of nervousness about that. That's why I haven't changed it yet. But first things first is your username should be easy and it should be legible. It should be easy to read and easy to remember. So Brittany, when she made her new Instagram, she made it the dot Brittany Anderson. Really, 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 really easy. It's her name right? The real queen said, that was my old Instagram handle. The real queen said underscore is pretty easy still, but if you're in there and you're like, you know, keto underscore baby underscore mama X, X three, two, five, six, nine, seven. I'm like, okay, I stopped listening a while ago. So make sure that your username is legible. It's readable. If you need to change it, I'm sure your Instagram following isn't so big that it's too late because nobody's Instagram following is so big that it's too late. Just change it. Okay. It's not a big deal. And people will get to know people will quickly catch on to it. So that's the first thing that you want to check when you're setting up your Instagram profile. The second thing that you want to check is your profile picture. Now, some people really, uh, we like take really cute pictures and, um, like, I don't know, far away pictures. And we really want to post those as our profile picture. A couple of things that I'll tell you about your profile picture. Number one, you want it to be inviting, welcoming, smiley, something, whatever. They can see your face. Uh, 
Okay, I say this to Holly all the time. I'm not very likable and I'm not very approachable. Uh, so I want to make sure that my profile picture makes sure makes me look approachable. You can see my entire face. Nothing's hidden in the shadows. Usually it'll be a big smile. This one just happens to not be a big smile, but you know it still looks approachable. All of that is super important when you think about it. I also use the keto baby mama. <laughs> Uh, I also use the color yellow because it seems to be more inviting, right? So you can actually go into Canva if you want to do this. This is kind of an advanced setting, but if you want to do this, you can go into Canva. You can pull your photo into Canva. And uh, if you have, I think you get like one free one of this, but like there's a setting or there's a tool in Canva where you can, it will literally cut out yourself. And then you can change the background. Um, I, this is not a Canva training, but I'm just telling you that there's an option. So you can do that. Uh, I really like the colors because it stops from the distraction. Also, um, I have two Instagrams. So there's purple Sydney and there's yellow Sydney. And people know that yellow Sydney is new me. Um, and that way it's really, really easy to indicate. So those are a couple of things you want to make sure that you have your bright, shining face close up so that people can see your features, so that people can see your face. They know who you are. They can see who you are. And they're not kind of like, who is that? Other thing to remember, this is just like your, your, your Facebook profile picture, is nobody else in your picture. I love that you love your husband or your wife or your kids or your whatever. Nobody else in your profile picture. This is your account unless you share a joint account, right? So if you share a joint account, then obviously you want both of you, but this is your account, not your husband's account. So you want just you in the profile picture that way that people know who they're talking to. Next thing you want to look at is going to be the name. That is this right here where it says Sydney Smith, the LGBTQ plus network marketing mentor. Something that people don't teach you when you are signing up for Instagram is that all of the words in that name are searchable. So if somebody is searching for a network marketer or an LGBTQ plus network marketer, and they search in the search bar LGBTQ plus network marketer, it's going to show me. So if your name doesn't currently say something that you want to be searchable, maybe your brand is that you are a recovery warrior. Maybe your brand is that you are a sober mama. Those are both the same thing, the different ways. Uh, maybe your brand is that you love to crochet. Maybe you are a keto cooker. Maybe you are um, a macro monster. I don't know why I'm coming up with these weird names but maybe those are things that what like wh who do you want to serve what is the community that you're serving that's what you want to be in that name you can only change your name twice every 30 days i think something like that keto balling on a budget over here hell yeah uh so you legit need to crochet no i really don't need to crochet it just oh twice every 14 days uh brooke said thank you so you can change your name twice every 14 days. So make sure you get your name down of what you want it to say before you type it into that bar, because you could type it into that bar and then be like, nah, I don't like the way that that looks. I want to add this thing. And then, you know, you run out of, you run out of ability to change it. So every word in that is searchable. So that is a market that you are missing out on. If you are not being clear on who you are looking for with that part of your Instagram, super, 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 super important. And one of the most underutilized spots that people have on their Instagram. Most people just put their name there. People don't know that they're looking for ketones from Sydney Smith because they don't know me yet. But they might be looking for an LGBTQ plus business owner or network marketing mentor or uh, <clears throat> whatever, but all of that is searchable. 
Good. I hope, I, I hope y'all take that tip. That was like my, my, my spicy tip, because I know that I know that people don't teach that. That's my spicy tip. Uh, the next thing you want to take into account when you're setting up your profile is your bio. So if you look right here, it says, I help queers build their business to six figures while being themselves. And then it also says recovery, network marketing. And then it says where I'm located. You want your bio to tell people who you serve. There was a really, there was a while there where Jesse Lee's bio said, I build leaders. And so everybody in network marketing changed their bio to I build leaders because they thought that that was going to be an effective way to recruit people. But I'm here to tell you that if everybody in network marketing builds leaders, I'm really unsure where the leaders actually are. Um, so I, <laughs> I'm really unsure about where the leaders actually are. So make sure that your bio is is speaking to who you want to actually talk to, who you want to actually work with. Maybe you work with, um, I'm, maybe you work with, uh, people with ADHD and helping them like create, uh, business. I don't know, create, uh, habits. That's the word I'm looking for habits that work for them. Right. And their brain, maybe you work with, like I said, the recovery community, maybe you are a mom that is helping moms pay their bills. Maybe you are whatever, right. What, who are the people that you want to work with? So I want to help queer people build their business to six figures while being themselves. Is that super clear? Do you know whether or not you want to work with me off of that statement? Probably, right? So that's super, super clear. You want to take, make sure that your bio doesn't say anything like dog mom or live, laugh, love or whatever. <laughs> this is like space that you're taking up on your profile. Just think of this little like square inch of your profile as your business card. That space you're taking up on your business card that you're wasting. I'd rather you just put the one sentence there than put a bunch of like irrelevant information. Uh, so nobody cares that you graduated from Leonor High School. Nobody cares, live, laugh, love. Nobody cares that you are a dog mom because there's 90 bazillion dog moms. Nobody really cares that you drive a Jeep either. Um, they will see that on your profile. If you really love your Jeep, then you can post some content about your Jeep, but they don't need to know that in your bio. They need to know why they should follow you. So people know when they look at my bio that I'm going to be making content for queer people and for business owners. They know whether or not they want to follow me. Because if you fall under one of those categories, then you know whether or not you want to follow me, okay? So take out the things like uh, dog mom, anything like that. And that will, that will help with your business card, with your storefront, with all of that. Then the last thing you want to make sure you have is your link in your bio. So if you look right here, I have the link tree uh, right here. If you click on it, you will see this is all my important links, okay? As much as I used to have nine bazillion and a half links in here, um, I tried to consolidate it as much as possible because I was finding that people weren't scrolling all the way to the bottom. So Linktree has a really cool feature where you can put all these little um, social media things at the top so that you don't have to have them linked at the bottom. Um, that takes away a bunch of links. It's also got my podcast link there. Then I have a separate link tree that has all things ketones and making money. So actually when you click on that, this is all of, I need to take the Nova bundle off there because I don't even offer that anymore, but um, this is all things ketones, right? So keeping your link tree concise so that people can navigate it really effectively is also going to be super important if you're trying to make sales from your Instagram. Yeah, whatever, whoever's listening to that music, that sounded spicy. Uh, okay, are you guys getting some value from this so far? Is this helpful so far? Okay, good. 
So once you set up your Instagram, then you're going to want to go into the different kinds of content that you can create on your Instagram, right? So this is the important. Does anybody actually want to offer their Instagram up for critiquing? Like just this part, just this, this, this bio part. And Brittany said, oh, hell no. <laughs> uh, let's do Brooke, okay? Because Brooke and I are friends. And so I know that I won't hurt her feelings. <laughs> Okay, so Brooke has uh, Queen for Life 888. Now, normally that has more numbers than I would put in it, into it, but I know that she brands that across all of her social media platforms. So all of her people know Queen for Life 888. Bro, critique mine. Oh, Angela. Okay, I can't critique everybody. <laughs> this is only a half an hour training. I'm already 20 minutes in because I blabber too much. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it says Brooke Porch, retired nurse, network, networking coach, which I think is great. That tells people that she's a retired nurse. Um, and her profile picture is great, smiling. You can see her face. She looks inviting. She looks like a sassy little Brooke, actually. Uh, I love that. So it says boy mom times four. Now, the one thing that I would adjust here is that the first line in your bio is what people are going to read. So it's the most important line in your bio. So um, boy mom falls under the category of dog mom, in my opinion, but uh, I know that that's also part of your brand. So I help all humans live happier lives, building six-figure businesses from home. Nurses and boy moms are my peeps. I actually love that. I would, I would honestly take out boy moms and then just leave nurses and boy moms are my peeps. Because uh, I think that shows your personality and it still, still gets across that you are a boy mom. She has her link right there, Queen for Life 888. And then it also says she lives in Dallas, Texas, which um, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's in my bio. So that works out great. And your name, networking coach. Networking coach. So like if I saw networking coach and I was not in network marketing or if, yeah, if I was not, if I didn't know you and I saw networking coach, I might think that you teach people how to like network. If that makes sense, like how to, I think of like networking events, like that almost feels, makes me like, makes me feel like you're teaching people how to go meet people. Oh, she said done. Okay. Maybe I should adjust this so we can see the we can see the changes. <laughs> so um, that might be something that we could work on retired nurse networking coach. Um, I would, I would do either business coach or network marketing coach. I don't know how many characters you get. Yeah. Network marketing coach or business coach. Ooh, that sounds fancy. <laughs> yeah, it does sound fancy. Uh, I, it does sound fancy, but it uh, also doesn't um, it's, you don't teach people how to, how to meet people, how to, how to be less introverted. Yeah. Business coach or networking coach is what our network marketing coach is what I would fix it too. So you guys can see how even Brooke, uh, has little tweaks that she can make on her Instagram. And so I, I think I picked Brooke for a specific reason, because I think sometimes we look up to people like Brooke, um, or any of the empire leaders and think that we are perfect and we are not. Uh, and so I think I, I picked Brooke for <clears throat> Brooke for a reason. Yeah, we are so not. Okay. So that is, um, I'm, I might be able, we'll see if I can critique anybody else at the end of this. Y'all need to hold your horses. 
<clears throat> All right, so the next thing that you want to go into once you uh, have your profile set up is that you want to look into the different content types. So there are four major content types that you can put on Instagram. We're going to go here. That looks like more than four. That looks overwhelming. Oh my God, I finally got the guide. That's new. I'm going to set that up in a second. Hold on. Y'all, y'all, I'll tell you guys about that in a second. So the first thing that we're going to go over is the stories. So your stories are going to be where your behind the scenes are. This is, that looks really random. That's a bunch of, that's good. That wasn't anything bad. <laughs> okay. So just for some context, these shirts, uh, my father figure passed away. He was hit by a car a few years ago. And these are some of his old shirts that I'm trying to have sewn into my wedding dress. So that's why those shirts are there. Um, <clears throat> so your stories, they're going to look like this. Hello. What's up guys? Um, so these are your stories. These are going to be your behind the scenes. This is where you're going to post your, uh, your mix-ups. You're going to post your, this is really distracting. You're going to post your mix-ups. You're going to post all of that kind of stuff. So stories are the behind the scenes. You want to post literally everything to your stories. You cannot over post stories unless you're like just a talking bobblehead with no captions. Uh, that being said, no captions is the biggest mistake that people make in stories. I am not hard of hearing. I am not deaf and I don't listen two stories with sound on. I literally read the captions. Uh, so if you don't have captions on your stories, I'm not watching them. Uh, and that it goes for pretty much most of us, I think, especially if you're like laying in bed next to your partner and like you want to watch somebody's stories and all of a sudden the captions are not popping up and you're like, well, this is stupid. And you try to like put on like the lowest sound possible. And then your like partner leans over and is like, what the hell are you listening to? No, just mine. Okay. Um, and so that's one of the most important things that you can do. The other thing is that people underutilize or under, um, under what's, what's undervalue people undervalue the, what's the word I'm looking for? It's super important here. I'll say this in an easier way. It's super important for you to have your face in your stories, like talking to your stories every single day, every single day, every single day. You should make a video of you talking to your stories. I don't care what you're talking about. It can be an update on your day. It can be an update of you mixing up ketones. It can be an update on your dog. It can be an update on uh, whatever. I don't care what you're talking about. You have to show your face to your stories every single day, every single day. Talk to your camera. That is one of the biggest things that's going to help you build relationships faster with people. The other things that are super important. <clears throat> yes, people don't realize the value it has. Thank you, Nicole. Wow. You need to be on all my trainings so you can decode my brain. That would be amazing. Thank you. So <clears throat> if you open this up, there's a few options of things that you can. This is just really obnoxious, my face being right here. So there's a couple of things that you can do. That looks like a vortex couple things that are really important. Number one is going to be things like the questions box, the uh, poll, the uh, quiz, the little slidey bar thing that has a little happy face on it. Those are all really important for helping you increase engagement on your, on your stories. Now, one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they only put engagement um, stickers on ketone things. Have you guys ever noticed how many people don't answer your engagement stickers on your ketone things? Like when you're like, would you like information on business or ketones? And uh, two people answer. Yeah. 
that's because uh, you're not asking for engagement on anything else. So make sure that you are doing different polls. Like the other day I did a poll, there was two options of, of shoes that I'm thinking about wearing for our wedding. Um, and I did a poll of which shoes should I wear for our wedding? And there was a hundred and 150 responses on it. When was the last time you got 150 responses? And I only have 1,900 followers, y'all. I am showing you specifically this profile because the other one had 18,000 followers and people thought that it was unattainable. 150 responses on uh, what shoe should I wear for my wedding, right? So all of these, I can't look at stories still. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh, so all of these things are super important when you're doing your stories. This is the behind the scenes. And this is probably one of the most important parts of relationship building on Instagram. So keep that in mind when you're not posting your stories. How many of you guys are uh, following along on Jesse Lee's trip? Me, yes, kind of me. Okay, I am because like they're going to like four of my... Uh, my top bucket list thing. So I'm like, please, I need more. Like I need more, I need more, I need more, I need more. If they weren't posting those, they didn't post for like three days, almost. Well, barely. They didn't post for like barely three days. And I'm literally sitting here like, okay, uh, Jesse Lee had some nerve pain before she left. What the hell is going on with her nerve pain? Is it feeling better? I need to know. I had to literally text her and ask her if it was feeling better because she didn't post in her stories. She's feeling much better, just so you guys know. Uh, there is, they're climbing off this like crazy whatever, right? So all of these things you're following along on. You feel really connected and like you're in that trip because you're watching the stories of Jesse Lee and Mateo and Sasha. I'm following all three so that I can see all of the stories because I don't want to miss anything. Um, but that's that's just kind of a an example. People are like that with you. People are like that with you. When I posted in my stories, I, I posted in my stories for the first time that Nova passed away and I had over, over 200 messages because people were following along in my stories. It was more messages in my stories than it was on the posts that I made, right? So make sure that you're doing that. The next thing that's really, really important with Instagram is reels. We're gonna get a little bit more into that later, but reels are these short form videos. If you look at my Instagram, most of my posts are reels, most of them. Now, one thing to note is that I have a good mix of, I'm not gonna click on these because then they'll start yelling at you. Uh, I, most of these, I mean, these are a mix of me talking and of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Trends, trending sounds. So it's a mix of me talking and trending sounds. Actually, if you look at my views, the ones of me talking, like this one that says part 16, that's me talking that has 8,000 views. Uh, this has seven, like the ones of me talking have way, 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 way more views than the ones of me not talking. This one has 21,000. This one has 18,000, 19,000, 18, 21, 28, 58. Those are all of me talking. For some reason, Instagram is prioritizing reels of you talking. So just keep that in mind. Posting a good mix of both will keep you from burning out, but will also get you that engagement that you're looking for. Next thing that you want to look at when you are posting different types of content on Instagram is going to be carousels. Now, a lot of people don't know what carousels are, so I'm going to show you what a carousel is. <clears throat> this right here is a carousel. You see how it's multiple photos in one post? You guys remember when I told you Insta when Instagram first came out, you could only post one, one photo, and I was really pissed off because how am I supposed to keep all of these cute pictures 
if I can only pick one, that's so rude. We used to make collages. Uh, carousels do better on Instagram than single photo posts because carousels will be bumped to the top of people's newsfeed every single time until they see all of the photos. That's why they are beneficial. So the longer your carousel, the more it's going to get bumped to the top. The longer your carousel. I used to do only two photos. I realized it wasn't really working. Once I did like four or five photos, it was working a lot better to get more engagement. Yet people spend more time on the post swiping, so they're more likely to read the caption as well. Next thing or last thing is going to be videos. I don't have a lot of videos on this account, <clears throat> but I do have one and it's a good one. It's how to make money on uh, how I make money online, right? So these are your, your longer videos. These are going to be your, your lives that you can upload into videos, things like that. Um, I don't post a lot of them because let's be really, really honest. Most people don't have a long enough attention span. They just don't unless they're watching you live. Uh, on Instagram specifically. For some reason, the attention span is a little bit longer on TikTok and a lot longer on Facebook, but Instagram attention span is very, 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 very short, like 15 seconds or less. Really? Yeah, people don't like from the first photo. Yeah, it just keeps bumping it up. <clears throat> So those are the four, four major types of content that you can post on Instagram. Now, do you guys want to know how to grow on Instagram? I think that's why you're here for this, this, this uh, workshop. Okay. Growth tips on Instagram. I've got a long list of them, so I'll try and go through them as quickly as possible because I know I said this was a 30-minute training, but I talk a lot, okay? So first things first is your niche. You need to niche down if you want to grow on Instagram. Uh, a lot of people are scared of this word. A lot of people don't want to niche down, and I just want you to hear my heart on what a niche actually means. A niche does not mean that you can't post the other things. A niche does not mean you can't post all the facets of your life. A niche just means you are very, very, very clear on who you are trying to serve. And you are posting content on your social media for that person that you're trying to serve, right? So you guys know that I'm trying to help queer people build their, build their business. So all of my content on my feed right here is going to be to serve either queer people or business people, ideally both, right? You know, where they fall in the middle, the little, you know, I'm thinking about the little circle chart. Everything in my stories is actually everything outside of that. So my stories are a hodgepodge of dog mom and um, like, look, snoozy little wrinkle head. That's my, that's my little child. So flowers I got earlier, my hair I got done, right? So these are all things that are still me. They're still very, very, very much so me. And I didn't keep them out of my social media. They are just for the people that want to see the behind the scenes, the people that have already decided that my business card is for them, the people that have already decided that my social media is for them, they get to see all the other facets of me. But I really want to work with queer people and, and network marketers. So the majority of the content that is posted on my actual feed is niched the hell down as far as I can get it. I will work with all queer people, but I specifically speak to lesbians in a lot of my videos, right? So that's niched really, 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 really far down. If she knows she's not cheating. Oh, if I show she's not cheating. <laughs> Oopsies. Oopsies. The next thing with ways to grow on that, once you've niched down, uh, you're and you start posting the same, basically you're posting uh, content for the same people over and over and over and over and over. Instagram just kind of pigeonholes you into like a group of people and you start getting deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into those people, right? So the other day I actually posted most of my 
uh, videos that I post <clears throat> are either business advice or they're for queers. I posted this one and this was about my journey or whatever. And it only got, I think like a hundred views. Oh, it's up to 800 now, but that's substantially lower than all my other TikToks. If you look at or all my other reels, if you look at them, because it's not the same content that I was posting before. It's not the same type of content. It's a little bit different. That one didn't hit. So it hit on my old Instagram, but it didn't hit on this one, right? So when you niche way the hell down, you start to get into this, this group where uh, people start to recognize you and you're more likely to get follows that way too, because you're going to keep showing up on the same people's for you page, same people's for you page. And finally, they're going to be like, okay, fine. I'll follow this girl because she is always in my face. I will follow her. Next way that you want to grow, obviously, is going to be Reels. Reels is the highest rated content performance on social media on Instagram reels is going to be the way that everything's pushed out. That is the highest form. If you are just posting photos, I'm sorry to say that you are unlikely to grow on real or on Instagram because reels are it. Now are reels the only way to grow. Absolutely not. But there are a couple, there are a couple tips that I can give you when you go to post a reel, I'll show you guys with this draft. When you go to post a reel, if you scroll down to the bot or scroll down to this little toggle right here that says also share to feed. One thing that you can do is play around with that. I learned this from uh, Brock Johnson. He said, if your, if your current social media, if your current Instagram following is highly engaged with your social media, then you want to share it to feed because that's, that means your reel will first be pushed out to your followers. And so if your followers are highly engaged with your content and they start liking your content, it's going to get pushed out to the next wave of people. Does that make sense? If you do not have a highly engaged social media following, then you want to play around with not sharing it to your feed. If you don't share it to your feed, it will show up in the reels page on your, uh, it will show up. It will show up right here in the reels page but it will not show up here. So then it gets pushed out to random people first and you have a higher chance of getting engagement that way. So play around with that. If you're not getting high engagement with sharing it to your feed, try uh, sharing it not to your feed. There's really no one, one right way to do it, but that's just a little tip. The next thing um, is TikTok trends are always a forecast to what the IG trends will be. So if you're doing a TikTok trend now, don't immediately post it on your Instagram. Wait a couple weeks, you'll see it start trending on Instagram, post it on Instagram then. Turned mine off on a few months ago and got a lot of views. Yeah, so like you got to play around with it. But uh, don't post your TikTok trends right now on your Instagram. Wait a couple weeks until they start trending on Instagram. But it, the TikTok trends always are probably two weeks ahead of Instagram trends. And then work on making shorter and more concise videos. So a lot of these talking videos, I have set the timer. <clears throat> if you look at uh, like these, this is like a series that I did, the things that I thought uh, all women thought before I came out. It's like a series that I did, right? And I always set the timer to 15 seconds. So I'm limiting myself to 15 seconds because I don't want to blabber too much. When I give myself a minute or three minutes or whatever to talk, y'all, I will sit there and talk and put the most annoying like unnecessary information in there or like, um, uh, huh, huh, mm, uh, mm. if you start talking too slow, people are going to get bored. I I'm just here to tell you some of y'all talk too slow and people get bored. I love y'all. And I still scroll past because 
Make sure that you are working on trying to be shorter, more clear, more concise, uh, especially when you are talking in videos. Also, you can look at leaving text up uh, for shorter amount of time. So you could do, if you're doing like text on a screen, that's like this. If you're doing text on a screen like this uh, and you feel like you're not getting a lot of watch time, you can try shorter, uh, shorter little text phrases for shorter amount of time. It keeps people's attention. And there's like a, uh, <clears throat> I, who don't know this from, Brock Johnson. Uh, he said, every two seconds, your frame should change. So that seems really fast, but that's the, uh, that is the rule of thumb they use on television. On television, they change the frame at least every two seconds. So if you look, you'll see some one person talking and then the conversation switches and you look at the other person, right, on television. So you could just cut the, cut the frame. You can zoom in. You can zoom out. Just change something. Move your body around. Uh, David Brassi taught this a lot. Like he would teach us how to, uh, when we're talking on reels, we would literally move. You guys can't see my video, can you? Yeah? Can you see me here? Okay, Brittany says yes. Okay, good. So you can literally like move like this and it's changing the background behind you, which is helping keep, keep visual interest, right? All of those are little tips that are gonna help you get more reach time, more watch time on your reels. So the next strategy that you can use to help with growth is the 10-10-10 strategy. The 10-10-10 strategy is gonna cause, is, gonna, is going to require a little bit of planning, but y'all are gonna be okay. The 10, 10, 10 strategy that you want to pick 10 creators in your niche that have kind of big followings, 10 hashtags in your niche, and then pick 10 locations that you would like to build business in or travel to. I say 10, 10, 10, because sometimes we are, we start to overthink this, right? So if you find 10 creators in your niche, so I go find 10 queer creators, right? A couple times a day, what you're going to do is you're going to go to those 10 people's accounts and you're going to interact on their posts. Now, your idea, the idea here is not to steal their following. However, it's to create a rapport in the community. You might as well engage in a community that already exists and start, re start creating relationships and adding value to that community. If you start adding value to that community, people are going to want to come look at your page as well. So pick 10 creators, go, uh, I do this every single day. Every single day I go comment on 10 posts from 10 creators. Then I go to 10 hashtags in my niche and you're gonna do the same thing. You're gonna go comment on 10 posts. And then again, the last one is 10 locations and you're going to go comment on 10 posts in those 10 locations. You can search. Um, I always, I used to show this on, um, on power hour. So I will do a little recap here. If you search up at the top, <clears throat> hashtag network marketing, you can see, you can go to this, you can click on the hashtag and then these are all posts with the hashtag network marketing that you can go engage on. Same works for uh, location, Dallas, Texas. You can go comment on posts that were tagged in Dallas, Texas. If you wanna build a local team, this is a great way to do this. Just pick like the 
<clears throat> the little cities around you. So like I could do Dallas, Texas, Frisco, Texas, Prosper, Texas, Little Elm, Texas, right? All of those are little cities around. So you can search anything on here. And those, oh, that's not what I meant to do. Oh, this is just really tragic. Hold on. Hi, technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Start broadcast. Okay, so that's the 10, 10, 10 strategy. That works really well. The second, the next thing that you want to look at is going to be uh, hashtags. Now, hashtags are kind of an old strategy to grow, but they are still valuable in the sense of they help put you into categories. So if you look at my posts, a lot of my hashtags are the same. They are queer hashtags and business hashtags. You don't need to overthink this. See, queer hashtags and business owner hashtags, okay? You don't need to overthink this. This is not a big deal. Just, just get some hashtags rolling that are relevant to your niche and add them at the bottom of your post. This is, I'll be really honest with you guys, um, technology is really smart these days. And so it can actually start to pick up things in your video and in the captions and start to categorize you. But this is just an assisted way to help the algorithm categorize you so that you can tell the algorithm what kind of people you would like to be reaching. It doesn't matter if you put the hashtags in your post or, or in the comments. Uh, I just started putting them in my post because I, I don't actually have a reason why I just started doing it. I don't know. <laughs> I just felt like it. So it doesn't really matter. You can put them in the post or you can put them. Uh, I think because I wanted it to be one and done, I wanted to be able to like put the hashtags in the in the caption and then just post it and be done with it and not forget to go put the hashtags in the comments later. So if you're somebody that forgets to do stuff like that or you get distracted, just put it in the, in the caption. That way you don't forget about it. The next thing with growth is focusing on quality. I don't think I need to show you guys anything else, so I can probably stop sharing my screen. Okay, so you want to focus on quality. And what I mean by that is um, a lot of times we want to focus on, um, you know, the accounts that like they have like a bazillion and a half followers and you look at their engagement and they have like three likes and you're like, wait a second, this does not add up. That's because they didn't build an authentic following. That's because they didn't build with authentic engagement. They didn't build because they actually had value to offer people. So quality is a couple, a couple things. Quality is number one, um, the quality of your video. Sometimes, most of the time, filters actually lower the quality of your video. So I know that sometimes we want to filter our faces. We want to filter whatever. We want to add a little like sparkly, flashy, like whatever stars and crap. Uh, it's distracting. I'm going to be so honest. It's distracting. So um, getting rid of those filters. Yeah, the highly filtered stuff we skip, right? So uh, because I can't see your face, it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel real. Um, so that's one way to up your quality is to stop using filters because a lot of that stuff is actually distracting. And I flip through people's content when I see like the, the stars that are like going across the screen. It's so distracting. It's so distracting. And I know that there are people that are more easily distracted than I am, right? And so this is not, it's not conducive to their brains. <clears throat> the other thing is better lighting. Y'all can see I have a ring light right in front of me, but like a window works amazing. If y'all don't know this, um, 
you want to face the light. So if you're standing in front of a window, you don't want the window behind you because that's going to cause uh, you to have shadows in your face. You want to fit. There's a window right here. That's why I'm standing this way. You want to face the window and that's going to cause the light to be on your face. So if you make your reels in front of a window, you will always have great, great lighting as long as it's still bright outside. Um, so you want to stand in front of, yes, light behind the camera. That's a great way to put that light behind the camera. You want to stand in front of the light. Sometimes we get this backwards and we're like, oh, this is a bright kitchen, but you stand in front of, even in a bright kitchen, if you're standing in front of a window, you're going to start to be shadowed because the light is behind you. Um, so make sure you keep that in mind more, more time. Why would I say that? Don't, don't make your, no, don't, no more time, no more time on your reels, uh, more thought, oh, more thought and more value. So you want to put a little bit more thought into your reels. Sometimes we slap things up and you know what, they work out really great. Sometimes you need to, uh, kind of ask yourself, what value am I adding? Sometimes when we post reels, especially I say reels, because this is the fastest way to grow on Instagram. I'm going to say that a bazillion times and a half, but the fastest way to grow on Instagram is reels. And sometimes we think that lip syncing with a song is enough. It's not. There's no value in that. There's no value in that. The more that you can talk face to camera, the more that you can give value, the more that you can give tips, whatever your niche is, maybe you give it's crocheting. It always comes to my brain. Crocheting tips. Maybe you give um, tips on how to grow on Instagram. Maybe you go and you give three biggest tips on, Inst on growing on Instagram, right? If you're trying to speak to business people, all of that is going to be more value, but you singing in your camera is not value. Put that crap in your stories. You can do the lip syncing trends, but add stuff onto the, uh, onto the screen. Add text onto the screen. That makes sense. Does that make sense? I got two more and then we will get out of here. Okay. The next thing with you with growth on Instagram is if you do call to actions. Now call to actions do not just mean, hey, drop me if you want to buy this. Uh, call to actions look like follow if you want more business tips. Follow if you want to be part of a really accepting queer community. Follow if you are a boy mom. Follow if you uh, want to build a business. Follow if you have ever thought about making money from home. Follow. Follow is one of the easiest ones. Or you could do save or you could do like or you could do comment. Any of those are going to be calls to action that are going to help boost your social media, boost your content so that you're reaching more people. Calls to action at the end of every single reel. And then the last tip on how to grow on Instagram is going to be using locations on every single one of your posts. I said that I wasn't going to show you guys anything else, but I think that this, um, I don't want anybody to leave here confused. So give me one second. We will pop the screen back up right quick. Start broadcast. Three, two, one. Yeah, I got it. Okay, so if you look at the top of all, <clears throat> you can put locations on your reels now too. I'm looking for a post. Hold on one second. Wow, I literally only post reels. That's rude. Okay, so if you look at the top of this post, um, there it says Dallas, Texas, right there. So you can see that there is a location right here. If you actually click on that, then it's going to show you a bunch of uh, a bunch of other content that was actually posted in Dallas, Texas as well. But <clears throat> the reason I say that is because if you are searching locations, other people are searching locations as well. And I'll give you one little story just to kind of really solidify this and really bring it home is when I moved to Texas um, and I finally came out, I was actually looking in 
I was looking on Instagram for people that lived here that were also queer. And so I started searching a bunch of different uh, locations that were nearby, Frisco, Texas, Dallas, Texas, all kinds of stuff like that. And I started following a bunch of queer creators that were in my location, right? And that's actually how I met Sarah. Now, if you guys follow me, you know who Sarah is. She is my hairstylist. She actually did my curls today. Um, she is my hairstylist and she's also one of my best friends now. I met her because I was searching for locations on Instagram, I actually scrolled all the way back to the very first message that I sent her. And I think I was trying to hit on her, which is highly embarrassing because I'm very close friends with her wife now, but you know, whatever, you know, newly coming out Sydney, it's fine. But that is one of my very, very close friends now. She also does my hair. And so these are really important things if you actually want to build relationships. And the last thing with building on Instagram is that this is a relationships game. It is a relationships game. Y'all are amazing at building relationships on, on, uh, on Facebook. Just take that skill set and move it to Instagram. You guys want one little last little tidbit that I, that I do? Every single person that follows me gets a message um, from me when they follow me. <clears throat> Let's see if I have any in my inbox. It says, just wanted to send you a quick hello and thank you for following me. I'm grateful for you. I love, I would love to know what made you hit the follow. Did you have any questions about ketones or building a business online to make it a part-time income or just connecting from TikToks or reels? I'm pretty sure that script is in, is in boards, but every single person that follows me, they get that message. It helps to instantly create that connection. The amount of people that message me back and they say, oh my God, you took the time out of your day to message me? Well, Yes. Well, yes, you follow me. What's the point in you following me if I'm not going to talk to you? So make sure you take the time to build that community. Make sure you take the time to answer those, co those comments when people comment on your stuff and all of that good stuff and just create a community. Just think of Instagram as a networking opportunity, as a community. Use it as social media because that's what it is. It's social media. Be so social, social, be social. Uh, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I'm sorry that I went uh, way over, but hopefully you guys gained some value from that. And hopefully you have a better understanding of, of Instagram. And uh, I love you. I appreciate you. And thanks for hopping on. And thanks for everybody that joined Phoenix team training today. I love you guys. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.